All right, everybody, we're back here for another episode of Chasing Birdies, and we got a good banner set today. It's been a while, my man, hasn't it? It has been a while, and I cannot wait for this one. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. Right now, it looks like you're sitting outside, bud. I am sitting outside in, in my back patio, and I'm having a nice little glass of a red wine. Mm. It's like you guys ever been there? Nope. Crooked. Uh, yeah, man, good seeing you, bud. It's been a while. You know, it's been like three days. I think that right now for us on Chasing Birdies, we've been coming with the heat a little bit with all these guests, but at the same time, you know everybody is is really stoked to just have you and I go at it for a little bit, eh? Yeah, well, I mean, we've brought the heat. Uh, I would probably give ourselves a pat on the back for the guests that we've had recently, and it's time to just give the people a little bit about us. You know, what's yeah. going on? We've And we've yeah. got a lot, dude. I cannot wait. And I do want to say that this episode is brought to you by linksbrewing.com. So go check them out over at their website. They are the brewers of the Chase and Birdie Blondale, which, funny enough, I'm sorry. I probably should be drinking that right now, but I'm out of it. So I'm going to mosey on down there tomorrow and fix them up. But check them out at linksbrewing.com. Yeah, Links Brewing, great beers. I, it's funny because I went up to my parents the other day and, and they had – uh, my dad's got this beer like stocked everywhere in the house. It's like downstairs fridge, and then he puts like three or four upstairs fridge, and then you open the freezer, you got one frozen, and people were drinking it. And it's like, hey, so man, Jorge's got them everywhere, huh? They love the beer. His buddies love the beer. His friend, like, they're loving the beer. And you know, big thanks to Links Brewing for that. But the beer's some. It's hey, bud. It's it's June now, right? That's that's his lighter, everybody. Okay. Lighten a cigar. It's June now, so it's summer. And that beer goes great with summer and it golf. It's perfect with the golf, the summer. It's perfect for everything. So, and uh, I got some new freshies on, bud. You want to tell the people about the new hat game we got going? We just got the hat that you have on the website, which has been doing very, very well. Yeah, um, this hat's great. It's black. Guys, check it out on jasonbirdies.com. Um, but Jonathan's got this baby blue puka mesh hat with a patch on the front. Not even out, but will be out at some point. And the guy can't hold his horses. Like, it's Thursday of the member guest, Pete Dye, and he tells me a box of hats are going to be delivered to my office. And then he said, hey, can Funna drive him down? Well, bud, Funna's not even at the office. I mean, he's not going to work. So, no, he can't drive him down. He's sick, bud. So, Friday, do you get a picture of the hat? No, but I'll text him to see if, if the box came. So, I text the office. Two boxes came. Any picture? No. I don't got a picture. I'll get you a picture on Monday. I mean, bud, meanwhile, I should have been worried about my fucking golf game. Well, you should have, and we're going to get into that. So finally on Tuesday, I send you photos of the hats. So it was like five days of you're just like pissing your pants, waiting for these hats, and you finally got to see them. And frankly, they look they look pretty, pretty awesome. But the, the all-mesh hat? What a summer hat. I mean, you can put a golf tee in there. You can hang your fishing hooks from the mesh. I mean, it's dynamite. We did it in three different colors. You guys will see them soon enough. But this thing is so light and comfortable. Anyways, enough about the merch, but go on over to chasingbirdies.com. Pick yourself up some. It's been selling, dude, since we got some new swag on it. And mm-hmm. we got new Holderness and Warren coming. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. already here, but, you know. Mm-hmm. As you all know by now, Chasing Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. 
Holderness and Born makes fabulous pieces that help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to ChasingBirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Born. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's ChasingBirdies.com and Holderness and Born at HBGolf.com. So let's just get right into this right now, bud. I mean... Well, there's a lot going on in our life right now. I mean... Last year, we had the banner sesh from the RV at the Pete Dye member guest. This year, we had the Pete Dye member guest with no banner sesh and no RV. And that was different. And for those of you out there listening right now, Pete Dye Golf Club in Bridgeport, West Virginia, is a phenomenal track. Top 10 layout, in my opinion. I mean, there's Mm. no holes that touch each other it's it's all spread out it's there's awesome there's shit. truly not a bad hole at beat that golf club there's really not so the member guest is like the event that everybody loves and i was a little bummed this year about it but i gotta be honest with you i mean not only did we not have the rv but you know they they wanted to move it to may which is their prerogative but i mean they lost like i don't know 23 third, teams. Uh, a third 30, of the teams. 24 teams they lost. 24 teams are out. And that's 50000 bucks when you're waxing someone for two k. which, again, is it worth 2000 Look, if you're going to have someone spend $2,000 on a member hey, but, guest. As, as, can I just, as the, the one group that we played in the first mm-hmm. flight said, guess what? Don't come. Yeah. That's what he said. No. I, and, and, you know, we, we, we just... We just show, put that, that show our that, loyalty, but that event is on such a pedestal for us and our boys that mm-hmm. it is. I mean, the hang, the vibe. We got to hang out and stay overnight with our boy Seven Sutherland. I mean, dude, I would never imagine anything else in my life than Seven Sutherland sleeping in the same bottom floor as me. You, <laughs> Seven is he's awesome. Love he's, that guy. He is the best um, man. Salt of the earth, best. You told Seven it's like he won a raffle to to sleep with us in the same in the same town. Well, he paid a lot <laughs> of money to contest. stay in the same house as us. But no, but the, you're you're right, dude. And so the course is the course was phenomenal. And you and I always go into this with such high hopes, like just so fired up, fired up. It's like the first major. Well, according to B Cats, it's the second major. He's a little butt hurt that I didn't talk about the member member that he and I won. We won the gross division back in May, lost the net division, but we were close, but we really only care about gross. But for me, this was still kind of like my first major, but I guess I got to give it to him. Might have been the second. Either way, we neither come here in there. there. He, neither here nor there. You guys won. So congratulations to you and B-Cats. Tip of the hat. So we roll in to Pete Dye with, I mean, it was a little deflated, but It was deflated. It was like it was just you a take different a- feel. It's like a beach ball, and you just pierce like a little, little hole in it, and then you try to toss it around, and every time you toss it around, it loses more air. Or you skull fuck it, whatever one you want to do. In terms of us as a team, how do you think you fared, bud? Well, there was a point in the event where I said, hey, bud, next year, if you really (laughs) don't want to bring me, you don't have to. And you said, no, we're in this for the long haul. We'll be back. You're my dude. And... um, how I fared. I would say out of a 10, I was about a five and a half. Out of a 10, you were a five and a half. I smoked a hell of a cigar, a lot of cigars. Yeah, no, that's a fair. You're, you're so, 55%. I mean, that gives that's... you some points. I mean, 
you, uh, I smoked 13 cigars from Thursday morning to Saturday afternoon while we're watching a shootout. I made one birdie in the 36 hole match, you know, the, the first four matches, which is whatever for another day. I just mm-hmm. didn't play good, dude. I just didn't play. I didn't hit no. shots. I'd, I'd get on track for a hole and I'd, I'd shank one up Lee Jansen's ass. Then I'd skull fuck mm-hmm. one. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I only got mad once. You got to give me that. Well, but that's the thing. You got mad once and you've never gotten mad before ever. I mean, you were kicking the cart like, like you were a gorilla stuck in a cage. But at the same time, I hadn't seen you play that way. Like, yeah, you normally get it going at some point. And we all do that. I, I did that last year to you at the Pikewood member guest. I, I was way off for a round of golf. You carried us the whole way. But, you know, but then here's the thing with golf. You start kind of thinking about that shit, like, and then you lose interest, and then and then it just carries over, and then and then you blade wedges, and then well, you miss but putts, and then I didn't, have, I didn't have any putts to miss, bud. I never got to that point. Well, yeah, but that's the thing that was a little disappointing. Generally, even if I play a bad nine holes, which I've done, you know, previous, I get hot the next nine, right? Like I make yeah, birdies or something, whatever, maybe it wasn't there. So, um, like I said, you know, somebody asked me the other day, how do you and Bash play? I said, Bash played pretty good. You just couldn't get your putter hot, and I was pretty ineffective. So, here we yeah. are. So, here we are. No, I, and I agree. I mean, the putter, I love the putter, by the way. And I made a couple putts that, you know, we had to make, but I'd certainly miss putts that I should have made. And so, we got our ass kicked. I mean, we won. We, we had five matches, and me and you, we got – rolled on what three out of five well we lost thursday in reality the, we the lost thursday, two on... we lost five four which was essentially a win for us because we were was that the one we were three down through four but i feel like no, we no, were three no, down no. on everyone that was the second match of the day on friday our third match which we're going to get into right now we tie one two they make a four for three three they make a birdie up to up they're up to Four par three, it's playing what 185 back mm-hmm. right pin right over the mound on the right. Guy hits one over the mound, see it trickling down. Good shot, dude. Drive up. I said, Bash, I said, that thing's in the hole, bud. We walk up, my man threw an ace on us. Yeah, and uh, I was uh, happy. A hole in one, and I was happy for him, but we were three yeah. down through four. But, all right, bookmark. We're three down through four at that point. The guy makes a hole in one. Obviously, you're happy for him. Because anybody who makes a hole in one, you got to be happy for them. And I was happy for him. That was badass. But I was mad. Like, I'm up there, like, taking their photos and, like, you know, huh, this is great. Happy, happy hole in one day. But meanwhile, we're fucking three down through four. And it's like, all right. So we go to five. Par five and Pete died. Nice little par five, right? Reachable in two. And what happens? My partner hits it in the water on a second shot. I never finished the hole in three days. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, though. I feel like we won five. We won five. We win seven with with a par. I won eight. We, we won win. with a birdie. Yeah. So we're all square through eight now, people. So we're down three through four. And technically speaking, bud, this is our third match of the whole thing. Technically speaking, if we tie this, we're still pretty much like in it, like confidence-wise. Because we smoked the team in the morning. We lost the day before 5-4, so we're technically right there. I mean, my, my man Jars went on us that had an ace. 
Yeah, Jars went on nine. And uh, 15 footer makes birdie straight up the hill, beats us 5 4, and that's all she ripped the whole time. That's all she wrote. So then we go to the third match. That was the third match. That know. was the second yeah, match. Yeah, that was, that well, was, that third was the third match. match, but the second match of the day. So we go to the third match of the day, and we lose that one. There's a lot of losing going on. Yeah, so we lose. I don't know how we lost it. I don't. I, I can't remember the freaking hole. I, I do know that I missed a birdie putt on. That was Jeff um, Farrell. Yeah, on 18. Which they, they beat us um, by two. So Five we lost that one. Half. So then, by Friday night, dude, it's nighty night Tom Kite. Like, we're like, screw it, right? Friday night, typically they got music playing. They got a band going. They got all kind of shit happening. Nothing. I mean, which is fine. It was kind of nice just having a little bit of, like, catching up time with friends from other states, cities. And we come back to Pete's place, watch a little basketball, head on over to Remy's house. Dan Remy from Florida, actually from Bridgeport, but he's an older gentleman from Florida. What a hell of a guy he is in the landscaping business. Landscapes for, I mean, we're talking like tour players. Does the landscaping. He's telling us this. Hang out with him and Graham. Dude, that guy's a beauty. Graham Edwards. Oh my God. If you're listening, bud, you're awesome. You're loved here in West Virginia. I mean, he he, didn't know where the hell he was. He was falling asleep on the couch. He ordered a pizza. My man, Graham, ordered three pizzas from Papa John's. We were so excited. They show up, uh, they were extra smalls. I mean, they were extra smalls. And there was eight eight of us, and there's three pizzas. But it looked like the pizzas that were out of Pete's place. They were like tiny. But hey, they got around it. You know, you got to, now we know pizza, you got to order through Uber Eats or the other one. Because then they actually deliver it to you. Yeah. So that was a lesson learned. So that was Friday night, guys. Not that you people really give a crap, but we're just giving you an inside look to the Pete Dive member guests since we talk about it all the time. And it finally came. So Friday night was that. Saturday we wake up and we're like, bud, let's just go out there and win. Let's let's win a match. I mean, we got no shot. We were mathematically eliminated going into the last match. We could not we could not have won. So so I said to Pep, I said, hey, bud, how about we play for second or third? And he said to me in all seriousness, he said, you want to? Like, yeah, bud, I want to. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, play for last? I mean, for crying out loud, yeah, let's play for second or third. Let's try to put an ass whooping on there. But you can't put an ass whooping on someone. You know why? Because they capped the points at six and a half. Which, listen, I'm, I'm fine with that. But you should get, if you're going to do that, you should give the winning team a point for winning. Right? You see what I'm saying? So then, yes. okay, if you smoke them, at least you're getting one additional point. Seven and a half. That's the max. That would be the max. So there's ten possible points. Win, for, you know, one point for a win, whatever. But no, it was six and a half, two and a half was max. So I feel like somebody won that we know eight, eight to two, but that didn't count. So we went down to six and a half. What nine and a half? Two? Oh, I'm sorry, six and a half, three and a half. I'm thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, so then the shootout comes. Anybody knows Pep, it's like he's first in line for everything. It's just the way it is. It's like we're back in preschool. First person gets to the line, food. So we get to the course first to watch the shootout. 14, we go to 14. Eric Tangrady and our beloved friend Brandon Katzif are in the shootout. They won their flight. Win their flight. They smoked the flight, dude. Smoked the flight. B Katz was on fire. He couldn't miss according to Eric. 
So we're sitting out there drinking which Taco is surprising that it's, Which is surprising Eric even knew that happened because the rumor was he was on his phone a lot. So good that he well, at least caught we'll that part of the match. We'll have to check, we'll have to check with, with the source and see if he was. And he might have been. He might have been getting a little heat somewhere else. But anyways, we're on the course waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> and here they come, scurrying to 14T. And the first person to heat T off in their group was Eric. Well, not in a group, but between the second, two of them. He was Eric, second off. He's second off, but Eric teed off. Right. So number 14 at Pete Dye is a beautiful, my favorite par four. It's That's got a nice It's got a nice stone wall running down the right side of it, which you can't move if you get ne- next to it. And the ball ends up going near that stone wall. But we couldn't tell if the ball was actually against the wall or if there was space. So it's cart path only. And what's our little buddy do? <laughs> he... He takes that card in the rough. My man, my man makes the rolls wherever he is, huh? I love it. B-Cats come storming out the tee box, driving the cart down the fairway. Everyone's on a path. They're like, what's up with this guy, right? Getting over the ball, and then B-Cats yelling across the fairway to the other people. They're yucking it up down there. And we're like, what the hell are they talking about? I hear, don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Well, BK wanted a re-tee for everybody because <laughs> not everyone was at the tee box. <laughs> I love it. Which which we said, if there's anyone who's going to get a retweet, yeah. him. I mean, is that not great? Is that not classic BK? So BK does not get to have Eric retweet, but anyways, Brandon. And he shouldn't. Him. And he shouldn't. And he shouldn't have. He would not want Eric to rehit that ball. Eric no. had a good ball. They were in play. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you're putting the pressure on him to hit another good tee shot. And who knows where that one goes? So let's just play the one in the right rough. All right, so now what happens? Go ahead. Surprisingly, all the guys hit a pretty good second shots, right? I mean, let's be pretty honest. Good. And then Brandon was in the right rough. He had about, what was it, like 110? Yeah. And it was kind of like a middle left pin, and he hit it. He hit a good wedge shot. What would you say, 15 feet past the pin? So mm-hmm. basically, he's back left coming back up the hill. Eric has to hit that putt. So a lot of the people already go. Eric hits that, you know, gets up to it. Hits a pretty good putt. I mean, Two feet? Yeah, two, two feet. feet straight, straight up the hill, straight in? Yeah, two um, feet, maybe, I don't know, maybe 22 inches. But we'll call it two feet. Yeah, and um, whenever Eric hit that putt and I saw B-Cats look up to the skies, like, oh, here we go again. And all the boys are watching them. Literally all the boys. Yeah, and that's been a topic of conversation on this podcast with Brandon and his little short putts. And we all just kind of looked at each other didn't we it was kind of silent and we're looking at each other and we just like oh no we know what's coming next but see that's what's screwed up because we shouldn't be thinking that way for him we should be like oh you got this you got this buddy you know just walk up there and stroke it you made him all the last three days eric and brandon and other competitors against them said that brandon played extremely well Mm -hmm. he putted it well he made those putts and um, he got up over it, and he, I, you know, we got a little insight from Eric. He said to Eric, "Let me just finish." Eric said, "No, it's the rush. Just mark it." Well, Brandon, in reality, probably should have just finished because he just wanted to get it over and out of the way. He didn't want to, have to sit there and think about it. And I get that. I completely get what he was trying to do there. But you mark it, you take your time, and he dead pulls it. He doesn't hit the hole. And, dude, that's something you feel terrible for. I don't care. Yeah, we joke about it, but that's just no, feel terrible for the person. Terrible. But 
I will say, you know, you know, we've had Dr. Bob Rotella on our show, and he would be the first person to say, why are you making that putt more important than the putt in the third match, right, that you, you made that was two feet? Why is that putt all of a sudden di- different? You're mm-hmm. making it different because mm-hmm. in your mind it's more important, right, because you have to right. – you make it and you advance. Um, and that's that's hard to – again, you got to put yourself in that situation enough, and we don't put ourselves in that situation enough. So regardless, he missed it, felt terrible. They made oh. five. They go to a chip off, which he had a pretty good damn chip, dude. Yeah, it was it was it was a good chip. I mean, it wasn't the he most. Probably hit it to what five feet. Yeah, maybe a little closer, but two other guys hit it closer, and uh, that's all she wrote. That's all she and, wrote, and that's how it ended for the cats of Tango Tandem. And you and I were watching, so we got no room to talk. But we were all felt, watching. We have no room to talk, boys. I felt I felt bad for them, but um. So we watched the uh, rest of the member guest with a couple more Tapachicos, which, by the way, is a fabulous seltzer. I just freaking had it for the first time. It's great. And uh, who ended up winning? Oh, someone not in our flight. Our, yeah, our... Those guys went even par in the shootout. Wow. So that's pretty impressive. That's good playing. Whoever won, great hats off to you guys. Yeah, but whoever won, um, maybe you'll play this month. That's the second member guest. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're not going to be at that one. We're going to be at a little spot. Up the road called Pikewood National that I will be a guest at again, but we have to repeat. So plain yeah. and simple, boys. We're coming in there as defending champs. I sent in the champions dinner menu <laughs> to Pikewood. I haven't heard back yet on my email, so um, they're probably just making sure that that fits in the budget. Hey, bud, I tell you what. Between now and then, though, it's time for you to get that golf game in a little check. And me too. And me too. So we'll come back firing again. I got one member guest before that and then um you know jr is so kind to invite me up there to allegheny so yeah you guys gotta that's a that's gonna be a fun one i mean they say it's a great member guest at allegheny good field good players so you get your game dialed in and then we go to oakmont for two days with links brewing team and george burge and then we go right over to pikewood the next three days after that so tough week yep 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 Yep. Lots of golf, bud. How's the back feeling? My back was a little sore. Um, I wasn't doing I wasn't doing any heavy lifting this yeah, uh, few days. So. All right, so what's up with this live golf series, man? I mean, I, 125 mil? I, I can't believe that Dustin Johnson – well, did you see RBC dropped him? So this event that he's playing in is the same week as the RBC Canadian Open, which is his sponsor. They have not had this RBC Canadian Open – in Canada in two years due to COVID. So this is kind of a big deal that they're getting it back. And Dustin Johnson is sponsored by them, and he pretty much says, I'm out. I'm going to go get the money. So he's taking the money, boys, from Liv. And you know what, though? I I firmly believe, I don't know how this is all going to shake down, this cookie's going to crumble, but I firmly believe that after the majors, after the U.S. Open, after the British Open, you're going to see some big-time name players Hit it to live. That's what I think. They're well, going to wait and see kind of how this all plays out with him and go do it. I mean, do you see the schedule, dude? Have you seen the, this live schedule? Uh-uh. It's, I think Trump's got two courses on there, and I think that's a little bird to the PGA Tour from Trump and to the PGA of America because they all pulled events from him. So he's pretty much like, screw off. Here we go. You know what, though? Greg Norman's been trying to do this for – he tried doing this in 95 or 96, creating his own spinoff golf league. 
it was like the World Golf League, it was called back then. But pretty much the court rolled in the PGA Tour favor and he couldn't do it. Whatever. I don't know, dude. This is it's crazy to me that Dustin Johnson here's my thing. Does Dustin Johnson need his money? Apparently he does. If he's gonna take Here's the thing you gotta look at too from his perspective. I mean, yeah, he's he was number one player in the world at a point in time. Is he now? No. I don't he's he, he's not even top ten, I don't think. Oh no, he is. He's top five. But whatever. Point being is, what's he chasing on a PGA tour right now? I mean, obviously majors would be his motivating factor to stay, but if he can go elsewhere and make a splash and kind of pioneer it and make the dough, I mean, but here's the thing, dude. It's a problem. money grab. Well, that's what? it. That's the problem. Is it's totally a money grab. What? But, what? What are you going to gain? You win a live event, dude. There's 50 players. Ten mm-hmm. percent of them I might have heard of: Kevin Na, Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell, Graham Louis McDowell, Stazen, Sergio, Louis. Okay, whatever it may be, dude. So it's more than ten percent, but but. Well, there's fifty players. Whatever. I just don't get. Again, is he financially hurting? Clearly, no. this has all come out that Mickelson's financially hurting. That's why he was doing this. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it came out in the book. But again, I don't know, dude. For me, I'm kind of like a little bit of a loyalist to my friends. To uh, the PGA Tour made you who you are, right? They made you all the money that you have. What What are you What are you doing? But well, I mean, it's not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm. I. I don't really have an opinion on it, other than the fact that I think he's obviously looking at the cash. And looking at what is he giving up? I mean, does he have a legacy on a tour? No. I mean, he's freaking awesome, but he hasn't won what Tigers won, or mm-hmm. not like he's on his toes. So I don't know, man. Hey, lose the sponsorship, take 125 million, play three day golf tournaments, and let fans walk next to you while you play. I mean, go for it. That's like you guys at Pronghorn, boys. Speaking of that, yeah. Peering, Stephen Peering, another one of our friends, but he's all over this. He's like, you know, he's he's pumping me up already for the. But the let me guess. Tournament. Let me guess. You guys are gonna win. We're gonna win this one. Yeah, but you keep you keep hoping you're gonna win one. You're eventually one's gonna stick. He's been saying that you're gonna win for the last five years. Listen, if I can get my man to like put a round together, I mean, last year was awful, but uh, me and him together. But I mean. He keeps talking about his game, and it's like, bud, let's go. So maybe this will be the year. So you'll miss the big smoke this year. Do you know what? That's September. We're in June. I can't think that far ahead, bud. I mean, I'm not like you, all right? Like, you already we know got, what you're doing for Christmas. I'm freaking planning, looking for the 4th of July. Like, that's about the extent of it for me. Well, we got um, Ireland with the boys. We might be taking our laptops and the mics over to Ireland, do a little bit of this with the boys. Yeah, we got Ireland coming up in July. So, big concert yeah. series up at Nemecolon in August. Make sure you guys head up there to Nemecolon. Yeah, make your reservations. I mean, but I'm getting. I feel like I'm a concert promoter now. I'm getting photos of these guys so that Nemecolon can put together a post. And you know, it's been fun though. It's nice to see a little hard work come together and put a concert on. Hey, I had a. We had some good response from the uh, last Taylor Cusack episode. That was a lot of fun with her, and people were laughing at your kangaroo burger comment. But what have you been cooking lately? Did you eat that yet? No, it's still sitting in my freezer. I don't know, man. I just don't know how I feel about eating kangaroo. You like, eat for real. veal. You eat 
babies. <laughs> babies. <laughs> no, I don't eat babies. I eat baby cows. Yeah. Well, what's going down with Yawk? Not much, bud. We, we, uh, our boy Jonathan Goodrum played in the Pete Dye member guest. He's the owner of Yawk Indy Country Club. He's got some exciting things going on there, so I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, he just joined Pete Dye, and he loves it down there, man. He abuses Pete Dye. It's great. It's great to see him. Love so what it was down there. Yeah, he got into some Pappy. Yeah, some Pappy Van Winkle. They said. Upcharge. Our buddy said, uh, what, what's included in the drinks this week? And they said, everything but the Pappy. And he said, well, it looks like somebody's been drinking it. And she said, well, it's eight seventy-five a shot. And I've never sold one, but Mr. Goodrum bought two of them last week. No. So we're on the putting green. He says, hey, Pappy. He said, hey, brother, I bought two of those last week. He said, yeah, I heard. They're eight seventy-five a pop. He said, is that what they are? Seventeen fifty for two. Fuck me. Well, how much is a bottle of that shit anyways? Probably like 300 bucks. Good yeah. ROI there, bud. Yeah, you know, man. I don't know. Getting back to that member guess. I guess we'll see how next year goes. I don't know. We got to regroup a little bit, bud. Yeah, I mean, we will, though. If there's anybody that can do it, it's us. And um, a little disappointed in my performance. And, and I own that, dude. You know, I don't go around telling people the other person played bad and, like, I played good. That's just not how I do it. Right, right. I played bad. You played decent. You didn't play great. You played decent. You didn't get your putter hot. Here we are, boys. Okay, we're doing the same thing. Guess what? We lost. You're going to lose more than you win. You ran into uh, NFL quarterback Josh Allen I did. Yeah, at Nemecolin, uh, we were on the range. This dude was smoking it. So what happened? What what happened in that match? Did they play the match? Yeah, they played the match. How about the Women's Open, Pine Needles? How good did the course look at Pine Needles? Oh, my God. Dude, that is such a great track, Pine Needles. I want to go down there right now and play it. I mean, they've been prepping that course for how long now? We weren't allowed on the cart. We weren't allowed on the fairways in March because they were prepping for that. And uh, my mom ran into Annika Sorenstam, talked to her for a little bit. So that was neat. Yeah. Didn't mention Jason Birdies, but other than that. Former uh, guest. We might have to get Annika back on and hear a little bit about the, about the U.S. Women's Open. Mm-hmm. Michelle Weed, this is her last time. She's retiring golf. Uh, you know, she retired from golf after the Women's Open. She's done with golf, which is very interesting. She wants to be a mother, and I respect that, dude. Yeah, dude, you know, sometimes life just kind of takes you, man. You just kind of let that current take you and... Give it all up. And that's what she's doing. She's got other priorities right now. Hats off. Uh, she's still a baller, though. I mean, come on. Kick our ass any day. So this live stuff's kicking off right now, today. Or is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. It's a three-day event. Three-day event. London. I'll be curious to see uh, how that goes. And mm-hmm. Coming up on a podcast, though, we got some pretty cool people coming on. We got, um, we're going back to the NHL, NHL world. Yeah. James Wiz. Wisniewski, I think he's a plus two at Muirfield Village. I heard. Oh, dude, he's yeah, he's a stick. He's a golf nut. And we said, hey, when you good to do an interview? He said, anytime that I'm not playing golf, which isn't very often. So there we are. Yeah, he's playing with that cat that played out there in that Willie that, Wilcox. Yeah, Willie Wil yeah Wilcox. And we got this cat on Instagram, guys. Check him out. Buttsy's his name. Buttsy. But did you see the post he did today? With he took his face and put it put it as Greg Norman's wife. And Norman has his arm around him <laughs> and it's Buttsy's face. And he said, I'm coming to live. No, I didn't see oh, that. Fuck, it's so funny. So we're getting That's him it. on. Yeah. Uh, George Burge, country singer, who's actually coming to the concert in August um, at Emma Colon. 
Dude, he's so, he's blowing up fast. Dude, he is blowing up fast. 125 mile an hour club head speed. They said he played at the University of Texas. Teammates of Jonathan Vegas. We're gonna play Oakmont with him for two days. We're gonna see it front and center. They say he's a golf addict. Oh man, Oakmont, man. I mean, that course is just it's it's kind of like Pikewood, man. It's like very unforgiving. Like, mm-hmm. you have to hit good shots. And then they keep you moving, dude. You got to get the round of golfing in four hours or you're done. Four hours and 20 minutes or keep her moving, boys. Like, I need to line up my putts. <laughs> five hours. Yeah, right. Fuck you. No way. But, but if a round of golf took me five hours, jump out of my skin. Oh, man. I know. I, we played at uh, Pikewood. Last week, Memorial Day Monday was phenomenal up there at Pikewood National. And... um but you know what? I enjoy the walk. The walk's what makes it. The course is second to none. The well, walk. But it, it does, you didn't get in that round of golfing in four hours or 420. Well, no way. Here, here, here's why I like Pikewood so much is because it is the hardest golf course I've ever played. There's, I mean, there's no doubt about it. It is the hardest golf course. But I have not once walked off that golf course thinking, you know, screw this golf course. This place is too hard. I don't want to come back. It's like it's it's like the best abuse you've ever taken. Oh, it's phenomenal. it's like somebody's just beating me with a stick. Yes, and I enjoy it because it yeah. is just so freaking beautiful. It's perfect. Um, odds are you guys are never gonna play it, but uh, well, that's not very nice. Yeah, but I mean, it's tough to get on. But I mean, it is. It's beautiful and it's it's hard. So we got that on the calendar, and it's a big. To and then do, we buddy. got. We got, um, you know, we're going to do an, another podcast with, or actually we're going to do Hayden Flurry when he comes to, to Pittsburgh before we leave for Ireland. We're going to do that. And then July 14th, we're probably going to have some breaking news. You know, our boy Vincent Trocek's going to sign a deal and, and I'm hoping that he lets us break the news, boys, because that might get us, that might get us a little street cred. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a whopper. That's going to be a doozy, dude. They say Guinness in Ireland tastes so much better. Than hey, what was, what was Remy saying about don't walk down, you know, you go to Ireland, don't leave a pub by yourself because these gypsies women's lead you down a, a pathway and don't take your watch off because they'll take it. That's nice, bud. I mean, somebody's going to steal my Timex from me. I need yeah. that. No, man, you got to watch. I mean, in another country, man, you don't, you don't know what people are going to do. So luckily we got 12 of us stick together like a little wolf pack. And who are we kidding? I mean... I'll be in bed by 8.30. Exactly. We're going to play golf. We're going to have a couple beers, have a little uh, fish and chips. Or is that England? That's England. Whatever, whatever, an Irish Irish cake, whatever. Maybe an Irish coffee. And then it's going to be bed. And then it's golf. And then it's that. And then it's bed. Like, before you know it, we're going to be back here in the States. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good, man. I mean, uh, and again, you know, make sure you you guys go over to chaseandbirdies.com. New hats. We got even newer hats that are going to mm-hmm. be on on the site. We just got those hats. Six new styles, different colors, different colorways. Those will be on there. New Holderness and Born Polo, New Holderness and Born Quarter Zip. Those will all be up on the site for you to to purchase. We appreciate the support. Again, go to Chasing Underscore Birdies to to follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook, tell a good word, tell your friends. Again, go back to chasingbirdies.com. Buy something, support the boys. We All appreciate right. it. I, I mean, <laughs> my man. I mean, you got it down. I tell you, that hat you got on is sick, though, dude. 
You look great. It, it's definitely a lot better than that orange and blue one you got. That thing makes uh, you look like thing. you're like, you need to put a, a propeller on top of that. You look like you're a cartoon <laughs> character, but like, flip it. Blippy. Blippy. Yeah, hey Blippy. guys, Parker. it's Blippy. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like you're hanging out with uh, Parker all day. Anyways, guys, we appreciate you listening, and um, we're happy to get on here, just him and I, shoot the shit a little bit, talk about stuff. It's good to mix it up a little bit. We'll keep bringing what we can bring you. Our next episode is on the 23rd. I think it's the 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. Stay tuned for that. But, but I mean, let's uh, keep it up. Anything and the week else? after, you know, the next episode will be James Wisniewski. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Again, the guy's uh, got a passion for golf, and there's some relation there. There's a little bit of a connection to Justin Thomas and Wiz and his family. So we'll have to get into that a little bit because I mm-hmm. saw videos of him drinking out of the PGA Trophy, chugging some beers out of that. Yeah, we got to get into that. That's good stuff. I mean, Stay one day we'll guys. fill a cool car up. I won't fill a cool car up until it's the overall championship. That's it. That's it, buddy. Next but year. Again, congratulations to our boys for winning their flight at the mm-hmm. Pete Dye and our guest. They won it by a landslide. Tough ending. It's a good play. They'll come back stronger and better. Uh, it's their third cool car the last five years. That's a nice little feat. And uh, T High, let it fly. Chip it and sip it. Make sure you go to chaseandbirdies.com or Lynx Brewing to pick up our beer. We appreciate your support, boys and girls. All right, guys, thanks for listening again. And thank you to Evo and Simpler Media for putting this thing together. Rachel London and Jacqueline DiPaterio for all your social media help. You guys are kicking ass. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you all on the flip side. Enjoy it.